Hello and welcome to the OPG Inspire miniseries, Microlevers. Each episode, featuring OPG partner and co-founder Laura Freebaron-Smith, provides leaders with tips and tools to build a better culture within their organizations. Hello and welcome listeners, and thanks for joining us on the next installment of the OPG Inspire miniseries, Microlevers. I'm Robert Roach, and I'm joined by Laura Freebaron-Smith, partner and co-founder of OPG. And if you want to check out what a microlever is, refer back to the episode called The Gong a couple episodes back uh, in this miniseries. And today we're talking about a microlever uh, called uh, Staff Nominations for OPG's Annual Donation. And uh, this one is a little bit more complex, and Laura's going to take it away. Thank you, Robert. Yeah, this is a complex series of steps that serves multiple purposes for the firm. Not only is it a micro lever and signals very clearly our level of engagement and low hierarchy in the firm, but it also engages our clients. So it takes this micro lever out into the world. And here's how it works. Sometime in the late fall, we ask every staff member to nominate a nonprofit to receive our annual donation. They send those, I believe it's to you right now uh, in the firm, and so all those get put together in a list. We ask the staff member to share the website link and the mission statement so that Robert doesn't have to do a lot of work to put the list together. We get a long list of nonprofits. That is then put on a SurveyMonkey survey. The link to that is sent to all of our clients. And they vote on which nonprofit should get our annual donation. So now we've engaged the staff uh, in their thinking about the world and impact on the world. And then we've now engaged our clients. And so there's a window of about four weeks where the clients are voting. And let me just say one, back up one step. We require that any of the nominees, all of the nominees, not be an OPG client. We don't want conflict of interest. We serve a lot of nonprofits. So one of our rules is it can't be an OPG client. So going back to where we are in the process, somewhere out in January, we send a massive email with a link to the survey to all of our clients uh, and, and friends and family. They pick a nonprofit, one emerges, in the voting, and then OPG sends a check with a note saying, our clients and our staff have picked your organization to receive the the donation this year. We get incredible positive feedback from our clients about this. Not only are we making the world better, which is OPG's ultimate mission, but we're engaging them in a dialogue and thinking about nonprofits and giving and how organizations can do that. And the staff get really excited to see who won. (laughs) So there's a little bit of competition and often staff are asking as the four weeks go by that the survey is open, they're asking, so who's winning? You know, which organization is going to get the donation this year? One last little piece in this is we fairly regularly get a letter from the nonprofit that receives the donation saying thank you for the donation and we post that in the kitchen. So there's a full psychological circle uh, for everyone involved and we post on our website which nonprofit received it. And uh, one cool aspect as uh, one of the employees of OPG is that I also get to learn about other nonprofits that I didn't know existed before and uh, bringing in a diversity of you know, people have different backgrounds and maybe, you know, the, the passion project that you're interested in is, is world hunger or maybe it's uh, planting trees or maybe it's pollution. And so people bring in their different passions about what they think the world could benefit from. 
And then you really are exposed to many more organizations than you thought existed. And sometimes, oftentimes they're on a relatively local basis as well, which has been, uh, it's been cool to learn about, for example, ex- uh, companies in Connecticut that do really interesting projects. Um, now, what happens when, let's say uh, someone's listening to this and they said, that sounds great, but I have 60 employees. How do I handle you know, that many nominations? How do we, how do I do a process for a huge group? Or you might have 60,000. Right. So you could do it a couple ways. You could ask, you could give employees a list of 20 nonprofits with a wide range and ask them to vote on those and take the top five and send it out to clients. So you could do a kind of tiered version where you're getting out ahead. You could ask all 60,000 to submit and see where there's overlap. It would take a little more work you might, but you would probably have some that get multiple nominations, and then you could pull those for your top five. I would recommend you try to keep the survey that goes out to clients to around six to eight nonprofits if you can. Um, I, I want to go back to something you said, Robert, about uh, learning about other nonprofits for just a minute. Sometimes I don't vote for my own organization. So when the final list comes out, so we also all vote on the final list. We can log on and vote. I will sometimes switch from the one I've nominated to another because something more interesting comes up. So it, it is to your point about the, um, the, the, uh, the learning curve. And uh, my passion, as Robert knows, is I have made a commitment to plant a million trees in my lifetime or to be engaged with that. And there are some years I don't put a tree planting nonprofit up on, on, on the survey. Some things are even more urgent. It's, it's crazy uh, to think about. Um, all right. Well, uh, and, and keep an eye out on our newsletter. We'll be announcing when we are uh, doing the voting process for our nonprofits. We do it uh, at the beginning of each year. And uh, you can see, maybe you can chip in a little bit your own vote. And, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll be deciding that in, the, in 2020. That's crazy to think about. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, please join us next week uh, for our next Micro Lever. We'll be talking about one of my favorite topics in the world, free food. So, uh, Laura, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Robert.